0: Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, J.R. Tally. Even though this podcast is focused on writing and self-publishing non-fiction, I think it's really important to share insights from other genres to see what strategies are working for other authors and what we can hijack and implement for our own niche. And today, I'm joined again by David Penny, who's a historic fiction writer I've known for years, and who's my sounding board for all things self-publishing. So thanks for joining me today, David.
1: Anytime, Jay.
0: So I wanted to chat to you today about Amazon ads and Facebook ads, well, any kind of advertising, and whether you think it's worth authors spending money on advertising.
1: I keep coming across people, and Amazon ads, or all ads, work really well for some people. And other people have huge difficulties in getting a reasonable return from doing them. So it's, um, I I don't know if it would work for everybody if everybody did it the same way. Or if it's just that some books will sell and some books won't sell. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. my, my initial advice, well, first piece of advice I would give people is don't spend a penny on advertising until you've got at least three books that are linked in some way. So you're okay because you've got got your travel books. Yeah. But advertising your first in series is almost a waste of time um, because the readers have got nothing else to move on to. So I only advertise my first in series, but because there's seven of them, I get sell through to the other six books. So even though I I make money on, I probably lose money on the book that I advertise because it's only 99p yeah and i couldn't justify advertising just spending on that book if it was the only one i'd got and it was 99p i would be losing money on adverts but because at least 40 to 50% of people who buy book 1 go and read the other books and it seems to me that most of the people that like book 1 will read the entire seven books and eight and nine and however many i've got when i bring them out you can make that advertising spend much more lucrative because you've got other books. So don't, I would recommend have three books at least. If you can write a series, even better. But what you're selling is yourself as a brand, yourself or your books as a brand. You won't make money selling one book unless you're hugely fortunate. One in a million or one in a thousand might make money selling one book, but most people won't do it.
0: Yeah, because that's the kind of approach I've taken with my books. You know, I've written that four book series of writing and mm. self-publishing and travel guide. I released book one and three. I'm just about to release book two. Mm. And then I'm working on book four. And book four is all about marketing. Mm. And what I focus on is creating content. I wanted to get these three books out there so then I could work on the fourth book and then I want to make that first book. I don't know about perma-free, but maybe 99 cents or something, mm. just to get people introduced into me as a brand of what I'm yeah. what I'm yeah. talking about yeah. and my writing style, and then hopefully they'll go on to buy the other books. I think the most popular book is gonna be the marketing book, because it's I do an author interview series on my um on my blog with people that have written travel books or travel memoirs or travel narratives and they all hate marketing they all they just they're not marketers you know it's just one thing they just don't want to do so you know I mean you've batted around some ideas about you know kind of the approach or the the angle or theme to put on that marketing book Mm. because yeah you Combine all the different marketing ideas, but it may not be right. So that's why I wanted to have this podcast today. Is if you're a new author with one book, you're probably not going to have 35 pounds or 35 dollars a week to spend on Facebook ads. And if you've only got one book, like you say, spend all your effort on writing the books and getting them out there. Yeah, but it's counterintuitive to what so many people say which is oh 90 days before you release your book you need to start your marketing activities <laughs> well yeah. 90 days before i release my book i'm too busy writing the bloody thing to yeah.
1: <laughs> to like start yeah.
0: focusing on marketing and it just seems like it's wasted effort if you're if you're not going to get some kind of return on your investment then it's just excuse my language, pissing in the
1: wind, you know, you're it not going to yeah. get anywhere. No, no. It's, it, I think, I think you're right. And uh, almost all authors hate, they don't just hate marketing, they hate the concept of marketing. I think the vast majority feel that, you know, I've written a book, it's really good. I've spent years and years writing this book. And I think it's a work of genius. Why aren't people buying it? And it's, it's simply the world that we live in. It is. There's this phrase that keeps cropping up, pay to play, which in in writing terms means unless you're willing to pay to market, you're probably not going to sell very many books. That's another thing you should consider before you even think about marketing is, why is it you are writing? Is it to, to make money, in which case it's going to be much harder, or is it just for the satisfaction of writing? and Mm. a lot of people for a lot of people that is enough and they don't need to sell lots of books so it's they they hate the idea of marketing i I come across Mm. people all the time on various facebook groups and so on and they say how can i find a company that will do my marketing for me and there are quite a lot of companies out there that will be very happy to take your dollars and do the marketing for you. But it is exceptionally expensive. And it is almost impossible to make a profit by using somebody else to market your books. So if one of the reasons you write is to make money from them, then again, you, you see lots of people and they say, I, I'm desperate to give up work and make a living from my writing." which is a great ambition to have. but And in order to do that, really you have to take marketing on board. And I would say if you can learn to write and you can learn the craft of writing, then it's worth spending a little bit of time and learning the craft of marketing as well and doing it yourself. It doesn't have to take that long. But you do have to be organized and you do have to know the rules and uh, yeah well, yeah i always think um obviously i'm british and as british people we are really terrible at saying i'm great i've written the best book you know uh americans are much better at marketing themselves <laughs> so it is very difficult but you have to get over yourself you have to you have to treat your book as a product you know It's it's not this baby you've spent years nurturing and put out into the world. It is a product and you have to sell it as a product. So what are its advantages? Why would people want to read it? What makes you stand out from other people and then keep your message really simple and keep it very sales oriented? So another thing I I tend to find is people want to tell the story of their book when they're creating the advert, and you don't. Basically you want to say one simple message What is why would people want to read this book? And quite often, a great way of doing that is, if you have enough reviews, and I'm lucky enough to have quite a lot of reviews now, you troll through them and you pick out the best ones. So it just a single sentence. Um, everybody should read this series. It's the best historical mystery book I have ever read. Is one of the ones I've used on some ads. Mm. saying that out cold to some you know you meet somebody in the street and they say oh what you do oh i'm a writer i write the best historical mystery books anybody's ever read <laughs> they'd slap you across the face but that's the attitude you have to have for marketing because unless you are ultimately confident in the message you're giving people why would you know oh this book is quite good yeah yeah move on <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you're right about what's what's the goal, what are people trying to achieve, whether you are writing just for the yeah. sheer joy of writing, whether you make money as a bonus or not. I mean, I'm writing my books because I want to do online courses, make money that way. But I, I couldn't create a course without, you know, setting up some kind of notoriety for myself in that niche and getting travel yeah. bloggers to know who I am. Yeah, so I mean you're right, it's choosing that purpose and that's what's driven me to write these books. And if they make money, then that's great. But yeah. they're out there to kind of establish my subject matter expertise in this niche mm. and then hopefully drive people to my courses.
1: Yeah, It and I tend to find it, it's a, it's a very cruel truth and one that a lot of people will reject out of hand. But I tend to find that the most successful writers are people that have been successful in earlier careers. So Mm. um, people like Mark Dawson was like an entrepreneur before. Joe Penn was an entrepreneur and a multiple entrepreneur. (laughs) And a lot of the best-selling authors are not the best writers and quite often far from being the best writers, but they're the people who can cut through all the crap and see what matters and what doesn't matter. Whereas... Unfortunately, I think most writers, because it's an artistic profession and it's a creative profession, find that very difficult to do. We get swamped by detail and don't really find it difficult to isolate what matters and what doesn't matter. So, I think if the most of the successful writers I know have had successful previous careers. If you haven't had that, or if you haven't got a mindset that lets you see what counts and what doesn't count, you're probably going to find marketing difficult. I'm not really selling this concept well, am I?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we, we, what what did we call that first version? Like no bullshit version on marketing or bare yeah. bones marketing?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I've been yeah. like struggling with a yeah. concept for my book because there's so many books out here, which is, you know, here's 101 ways to yeah. market your book. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's what's confusing to authors mm. because it overwhelms them and they don't know what to do. Yeah. But I like the approach of like try one thing. That's what I've done so far is I Facebook ads scared me, so I went to Amazon ads yeah. and I don't I don't mess around with mine. As long as they're mm-hmm. making money mm-hmm. and you know, I check every week or so, and as long as they're making money, then that's fine. And I could probably tweak them. Yeah. But then how much time do I want to spend, you know, going through and trawling through another set of keywords and all that kind of stuff. I, mm. The only kind of testing I did was like A-B testing on um, Amazon ads, which was, you know, you have the option of getting them to come up with your keywords based yes. on your book yes. or if you're creating your own. And I did that. Mm. And to be honest, there wasn't a lot of difference. There isn't. No, um,
1: there isn't. Uh, quite often, I, when I'm telling people about Amazon ads, I say jump in, put minimum spend in, which I think is two pounds, two dollars a day. Um, might even be less than that. And in the first instance, let Amazon pick your keywords and don't put any text on the ad. Just use your book cover. And you will see whether you're going to make money or not on that. And, and people don't read words, they're, they're attracted by your cover. So it's another lesson to learn. You have to have the best possible cover you can get yeah. your hands on. And, and you're very good at that, Jay. So it people will look at that little tiny little image and they will click or they won't click on the ad. Generally Amazon is great because they're looking, the ad is being shown to people that are interested in what you want to sell them. So they will have gone in and they've looked at books by similar authors, or they're looking at books about travel or they're looking at books about self publishing or about marketing or whatever. And so you have to grab them instantly. but And and yes, spend the minimum you can on Amazon ads and let Amazon take care of everything. Don't do anything and see if it works. And quite often people will find that that does work.
0: You have to like not obsess. Yeah, It's the same with writing a book. When it's good enough, you've got to get it out there and then you start on the next book and then you start on marketing and doing that. Yeah. But that's what I've done with... My Amazon ads, it's good enough, it's making money, and yes, I could spend weeks tweaking and Mm. playing around, Mm. but I want to focus my time on other things. So as long as it's making money.
1: Yeah, the best marketing you can do by far is to write the next book and to write it as quickly as you can because you've got to write a book that people will read.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, it's the same with... With the research I'm doing for the marketing thing, I'm delving into it and trying to figure out um, the best stuff to research and what's worth it. Yeah. I'm just kind of blowing in the wind right now while I still try and figure out what the best way to approach the topic is. Because I don't want to yeah. just like, here's every kind of book marketing technique you can do. Yeah. But yeah. it's like what makes sense for my audience, which are people writing travel books yeah. and yeah. travel memoirs and travel guides and travel narratives. So obviously, yeah. it's a niche market. But it's a popular niche. I think travel mm. bloggers are the second most popular blogging niche on the internet after mummy bloggers. Are they? Um right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big market out there. Um, so it's just figuring out how to appeal to them. Because mm. any blogger that tr- is trying to give up their day job to become a travel blogger and travel tr- full-time is doing – 101 things got their finger in multiple pies mm. doing freelance writing you know doing mm. all sorts of things and there's never enough time in the day i know what i'm like with my multiple blogs mm. so it's it has to be quick it has to be easy and maybe it needs to be cheap maybe, yeah maybe that's the type of book, quick easy and cheap yeah. <laughs> how Excellent. To market your book. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah quick easy and cheap marketing <laughs> is there such a beast if there is can I read the book first?
0: You not know, if you want to do Facebook ads you got to have 35 pounds a week which is uh, yeah. which is rich for lots of people. It is yeah. Large.
1: Oh yeah yeah. I mean you know lots of people are, are, are selling four or five books a week and and reasonably content with that but the thing is if they sell I was only I was selling 20 books a month in a good month before I st- before I worked out how to advertise. Yeah. And then I had fortunately got three books out, I think. And so I went from selling 20 books a month to 100 books a day, simply through working at advertising. And it it gets easier the more you do it, really. It's like every muscle, you know, the more you exercise it, the stronger it gets.
0: Well, maybe the best approach is... Starting off with Amazon ads, it's easy yeah. to do, it's cheap. And then once you've got the confidence that maybe you've got your set of keywords and things, would they then, would you be able to leverage your learnings or your content that you're doing from Amazon ads to Facebook or are they so completely different?
1: They are pretty much completely different. Facebook ads are a, hu- a huge learning curve over and above Amazon ads. Like I said before, you can let Amazon make every decision for you and simply click a couple of buttons, and that's it, and set your budget up. On Facebook, there are th- it's three-tiered to begin with, and your advert has to be significantly more, significantly slicker, because you're creating it. Amazon ads is, is essentially your book cover. Yeah. Facebook ads can be your book cover, but if you just slapped your book cover up, it probably wouldn't work very well. So you need to work out how to sell. What you're selling is a concept. You're not selling your book. You're not selling your story. You're selling a concept. All advertising works on displaying something that people want. But if you believe in your work, you can make not outrageous claims, but semi-outrageous claims with an easy conscience because you you think that what you're selling is worthwhile and good and people will enjoy it you have to stop thinking as the person who wrote this book and is you know it inside out which you will do yeah and you have to put on the hat of somebody who is going to buy that book the the best way of doing that is to think about how you purchase things so if you are if you're on amazon and you're just scrolling through and you see something and you think oh that's good why do you buy that particular product? What is it that attracted you to it? Was it the image? Was it the words? Was it the promise? It's obviously something that you want. So you have to get to those people and to promise them that and then deliver on it. Because like I said, all advertising is lying. But if it's an outrageous lie and you sell somebody your book and they think, This isn't what I was promised. They will give you a lousy review yeah, and then you won't sell any future books to that person. So what you want is is fans. You know, you need your thousand fans, did somebody say, to make a living? Yeah. Apparently, if you've got a thousand rabid fans, you can make a living from your writing. And I think I've probably got slightly more than that now, which is nice.
0: Well, I better let you get back to nurturing those rabid fans of yours, David. But I just want to say thank you very much for joining us today and sharing your insights about marketing in general and whether you think doing advertising is worthwhile for beginning authors. So I know you've had success with Facebook ads. So if you could come back again on another show and go into those in more depth, that would be fabulous. Yeah, okay. Great talking to you, David. Bye. Bye. The more research I'm doing about book marketing, the more I realize what a beast it is, and I'm not surprised that it's overwhelming to new and even established authors. There's so many different techniques and strategies you could use, but you should only focus on the ones that are going to work for your niche and work for you. So in upcoming shows, I'm going to focus on the different strategies that could be relevant to authors in the travel niche. So if you've got any book marketing related questions that you want us to answer in this show, please send me an email to jartali at gmail.com. You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.